Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online, find your tribe and grow a business doing the work you love on your terms. As a blogger, presenter and marketing mentor, I understand the ups and downs that come with putting ourselves out there and running our own show. This podcast is here to take you behind the scenes and share the strategies to help you succeed. So let's get into the show. In today's episode, you'll meet Melbourne-based Carla Di Fiore, who is the owner of the online statement earring boutique, Divine Treasure. Carla started her business less than a year ago after recognizing her own challenge of sourcing earrings when dressing up for events. Then, at the start of this year, Carla joined the Modern Marketing Collective, which is my online program, and Carla's since been putting our strategies into place with her latest monthly results seeing a 256% month-on-month increase in sales, and sales alone attributed to Instagram going up by a ridiculous 776%. In this conversation, you'll hear the strategies that Carla's using to achieve this growth, along with how she does doesn't just take no for an answer, how long it took her to feel momentum in her business, how she's successfully engaging her audience in her marketing and her product development, and what she wished she'd known when she first started out. Be sure to follow Carla on Instagram at divine treasure underscore. And to actually understand these strategies and how to implement them into your business, make sure you register for my free online class, which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. Well, welcome, Carla. Great to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Emily. I'm so privileged to be part of your podcast today. Well, let's start off with just a little bit about you and your business and how long you've been running it and all that type of thing. So I actually started my business last year in July 2019. I was out searching for a dress to wear to my 40th birthday. I turned 40 last year. It was a bit of a milestone. Congrats. Thank you. So um, I was out shopping for a dress and because I was having a big party, I thought, I actually need to complete the look and get a pair of earrings to match the dress. I found it really difficult to find the perfect pair and I realised pretty quickly that I didn't like any of the earrings that were on the market at the time. And so that kind of sparked my interest in uh, creating Divine Treasure and sourcing some beautiful earrings that I thought other people would like and appreciate as well. That's pretty awesome. And I love that it came, the business came from a need that you specifically experienced and you're like, hang on a minute, if I'm having this problem too, then probably some other people do as well. What did you do when you decided, hey, this could be an idea? Did you, what were your first kind of steps that you took there in the early days and the early weeks? So I did a bit of research. First of all, I went to the usual brands you would go to in a shopping center to look for earrings and I just wasn't impressed Then I took to social media and looked on Instagram, mainly Instagram, searched hashtags, et cetera, to find what I liked on there. And then I thought to myself, why not just start with a few pairs myself and set up an Instagram page? So I actually started everything with my business from Instagram. I started with four pairs of earrings and it developed from there. 
talk us through, because I think that moment when someone buys your product and you don't know them. So it wasn't like your friends, it wasn't your family. How soon did that happen? And what did that feel like? It was directly through Instagram because at the time I didn't have a website. Uh, So that was really exciting. It was probably about six weeks in to starting the business. Uh, I had a direct message and it was also very just sending bank account details and they did it that way. It wasn't, like I said, no website at the time. So it was a bit of trust from their end to be able to trust this person who's just started up a page (laughs) and just created this product and all of a sudden they're trusting me to send me money to, to send the earrings across. So that was really exciting. I think it was about six weeks in. That's amazing. And I love that you didn't kind of wait and try and set up the perfect website and all that type of thing first. You're like, no, let's actually just launch, get it out there. And you had that pretty quick take up from a new business as someone managing to find you. What was it actually like with the jewelry? Did you have to put in a big order or that type of thing to to get in the product? Or how did you navigate that one? I bought 12 in total. Um, So four different pairs, 12 in total. So three of each. And I thought to myself, if these don't sell, then they'll be presents to family and friends. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I'll keep a pair each for myself. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So that was how I went about starting the business. I just thought, I'll give it a go. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, well, I've tried. And so when did you start seeing or believing, hang on a minute, this is feeling like it's working and you're feeling like there's some momentum there. How long did it take to kind of get to this point and talk us through, I guess, what you were doing over this time period in terms of your marketing as well? I think the turnaround was when I started posting the earrings on actual people. Just having the earrings amongst a few items really wasn't cutting it. People wanted to see the size of the earrings, what they looked like on It really made a difference. I knew I had to get them on models and they're just everyday people. I wasn't searching for the perfect model out there. I just asked friends, asked a couple of people who had actually liked my page in the early days if they would model the earrings for me um, and I'd be able to promote the photos on my page. So that's when it really made a difference when people started seeing earrings on other people. Yeah, it just really created that look that I needed to um, get the sales starting to come through. And it makes total sense as well. I think we all are humans. We like to kind of see faces on Instagram, see people through the marketing. And of course, when you've got a product that people wear, of course, people want to see it. What what does it look like when it's being worn? So that's great that you figure that out pretty early on. So you're into about a year now, Carla, with your business. What has, I guess, the growth look like for you over the first year? Has it been a gradual increase? Has it been like, hang on a minute, what the hell just happened the last couple of months? Because I know you've had some incredible growth. I'd just love to get a bit of a feel over the first year or so, what it looked like. And also if you at any times were like, you know, this isn't working or you went through some real challenges as well. Yeah, there were definitely challenges along the way. When I launched was when my grandmother had passed away. But then also we had the bushfires at the start of the year. We've had, obviously I'm a working mum as well. So raising a family and doing all of this and pretty much doing all of the background work by myself, setting up my website by myself, doing the research that way. 
I'm pretty much a one-man show at the moment. So there were challenges there in learning things I've never done before. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so many things. We wear all the hats, don't we? That's right. And obviously dealing with the whole COVID-19 issues still currently going on. I had some issues getting some stock into the country. So I had to figure out what I was going to do there if I wasn't able to restock. I had to find other suppliers, things like that. But yeah, in the beginning, I guess it was a slow start with the sales. But what really kicked off for me was Black Friday. And what did you do for that? What was your strategy? Well, I had seen some other big brands starting to promote Black Friday maybe about a week before it was happening. And so I thought, look, I really need to get on this as well and start really pushing my brand. And so I decided to offer my first discount. I did a 20% off discount and that made a huge difference um, to my sales. Yeah. It was a really great month in November for me. Um, It was probably my first real milestone. Christmas was busy as well, but then it died down a little bit in January. Like I said, when the bushfires started, there was a few issues going on where people weren't really wanting to spend money on earrings. Um, They were donating to charities. There was a lot going on in the media and it was quite quiet around February as well. March definitely started off quiet. So what I decided to do when the whole COVID-19 started, I decided to just sit back and really work on my website and work on my marketing because I had the time to do it. So I looked at my site and I looked at my page and thought if I was looking on this page would I want to buy from this page that or would I stop in my tracks or yeah or would I keep scrolling because it doesn't interest me so I really had to step back and be critical of myself and think if this was another page I was looking at that wasn't mine would I want to buy from this page so the first two weeks were really I just did a lot of background work and a lot of research and just kept looking at other businesses and just what they were doing and why I would want to buy on their page and just kind of mimicked a few things, took a few things, ideas from them and tweaked them to suit me. It's super smart you did that. And I often say in our group as well, like if you're not getting engagement on your content, well, like like you've just said, is it something that you would actually stop? and read and want to engage Mm. with because I think that we can put our posts out there and and kind of be like well no one's commenting why aren't they commenting or engaging or sharing but like you've said if you could have that step back give your page or your content or your marketing a bit of a critique from the outside and think well hang on a minute if I saw that post pop up would it be something that grabbed my attention would it be something that I'd want to comment on or read the caption and I think that it can be hard because we're so close to our business but if everyone listening can go away and even just that one thing that they can do to actually be a little bit more perhaps critical of their own marketing before thinking oh this isn't working so yeah I love that you did that yeah that's right and obviously doing your course has helped along the way in the quiet times I really was able to focus down and do some of the courses I didn't have time to do before and so a lot of your tips really helped during that time as well I was able to tweak a lot of things in my business that I hadn't even thought about before that's awesome and you joined uh, the collective around January this year I think I did. Yes. yes and so and I remember so it got to about March and I remember you saying to me 
just around, you know, I have seen some other businesses that have just stopped marketing altogether. And you remember you said that to me and you're like, but I've kept going and I'm still getting some sales in. And this is in that, I think the early mid March point where things were pretty interesting here in Australia and around the world. So what, and I know from there, you've had such incredible months in business. What were you doing? What was working for you? What did you try? Well, I did try a few other things. And to be honest, it's all trial and error. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you (laughs) think something might be good, but to the public, it's not, or, or doesn't come across the way you thought it was going to come across. One of my great posts was actually a bit of a fluke. It was <laughs> Don't uh, you love my that? new, yeah. It was the earrings. Um, my recent launch of the Divine Kisses. Uh, they're actually a smaller earring, not so huge in statement. They must have really um, related to people in in isolation, I guess, because no one's really wearing the big earrings. No one's going out. So I was actually stuck on what to name them. At the time, I usually name all of my earrings and I have a bit of help from another friend as well if I get a bit stuck. But this time I thought, I really have no idea what to call these. So I actually did a post on my Instagram page to win a pair of the earrings, but you would need to name them. And the name that got chosen would win a pair. That is and so that cool. was just, yeah, I wasn't expecting the engagement I got from that post, but it was so exciting. Like everyone got really involved. I think my audience were excited to be part of it. And it was just a really cool post to do and, and just seeing everyone commenting and the ideas they had. And it really opened up my page. And yeah, I just felt like I was connecting with the audience more through that so that like I said was a bit of a fluke but I guess that's going to be something that you keep doing from now on yeah I've done it again once um when I did launch the divine kisses once they were named they sold really well and they're still selling really well now but hopefully when everyone starts going out again uh the larger earrings will um pick up again yeah Absolutely. So, and what have you found working well? Let's talk about Instagram specifically. I know that um, during, what was it? I think your April month, do you want to talk about your growth from Instagram and then sales altogether? Yes. While you just get them out, the stats, this is for those listening, Carla knows her numbers. And actually, before we started hitting record, we were talking about how um, Carla's competitive and I totally relate to that. And I think once you know your numbers, it gives you that metric and that measure, which is black and white. And you know if you're on target for the month and you know what you need to hit. And I think it's such a danger when people don't know what their numbers are in their business because you can keep on basically flying blind without really knowing what's working and without measuring and tracking. So I totally believe Carla that this is just such a big reason for your success as well that you actually know these numbers so yeah hit us up with them well it is really important to write down your goals Mm -hmm. and that was one thing that you had asked us to do when I started uh, the modern marketing team one of your first challenges was set a goal for the first three months and that was really difficult because I thought once I write it down I have to achieve this because (laughs) if I don't I'm going to feel like a real failure (laughs) and I and I actually set myself some goals that I thought were really out of reach and one of them was to double my best month in sales and I thought how am I going to do this (laughs) during COVID-19 this is not going to work. I found that 
advertising more through stories yeah and really pushing that has helped also adding some hashtags behind my story images Ooh, nice um, one. I feel has helped as well so it's actually going out to some people who are following those hashtags that wouldn't have before it would have just gone out to my audience before but now it's going out to people following the hashtags so I found that a really clever tip but in saying that so as I was tracking my April month, I realized about halfway that I had already matched my November sales. Yeah. And that was pretty exciting because I thought, wow, I've just matched my Black Friday month. Oh and gosh. that was huge for me. And it actually kept going up from there. So <laughs> every day I was just logging on going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm going up. I'm so excited. And it just pumped me to push more and really do more marketing. Yeah. If this has worked, okay, maybe I should post again today or maybe someone missed that post two days ago. Let's put it on stories again because sometimes you need to see things a few times before you decide mm -hmm. you need or want it. And I noticed a few businesses doing the same thing and I felt like that was really great for them and I wanted to buy their jumpers and their bags okay. and yeah. I thought let's do this. So my April sales actually went up by 256% from my biggest month there. <sighs> And your sales from Instagram? <laughs> My sales from Instagram, uh, well, it's actually social media, uh, went up 649%. Oh <laughs> <laughs> and um, the online store conversion rate actually went up 62% wow. as well. And online store sessions went up 195%. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so obviously people are at home online buying. That's so cool. <laughs> With your online store, did you make any specific changes on that one? I did. I had a lot of black photos that oh, I had yeah. taken in very early days. Some of the earrings, I just wanted to have a black background on it. And I found when I looked at the site at the start of March, I thought, oh, I don't know about these black photos. They're just very dark and dull. So I took some close-ups just with my iPhone, some real close-ups of the earrings with a white background and it just lightened the page and I felt like it just improved the website. And it just, yeah, it just created a, a nicer image than the dark black shots. I also changed up my Instagram feed as well. If you scroll back down my page a, a few months ago, you'll see it's completely different than it is now. And I feel like that's a bit more eye-catching as well. Yes. And that's, um, thank you to you again. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> what your are you doing with tricks? these posts, Carla? Let's change yeah. them up. <laughs> Yeah, so it's definitely changed. When I scroll back to my very first posts in July last year, it's completely different, <laughs> completely. Something else I wanted to ask you, Carla, because I know that you've got some pretty big names who are wearing your earrings. Mm -hmm. Are you happy to share how that's happening? Because I feel as though that's something perhaps some of the listeners who maybe have some other product businesses, they it's something that they're aiming for. How have you been able to make that happen one of my first big wins was actually spring racing carnival last year I decided to just send out a few messages uh, through Instagram to a few celebrities or um, famous people I guess just saying hey check out my page tell me if you love my product and look you could send out hundreds and hundreds you don't always get a reply but when you do I feel like it's a win 
and I was able to get some earrings on some of the um, beautiful people at Spring Racing and then I was able to actually get some of their professional photos. Yes. Which was really awesome because then it picked up my page to another level as well. And also the next day my earrings were then published in the Herald Sun, which was really exciting. Yeah, so it's just I think you have to just send out messages. Mm -hmm. Be yourself, obviously speak to the person like they're human. Yes. Just because they're a celebrity, they are still a person just like us, but they want to be treated the same. And just hope for the best, I guess. The more you send out, the more chance you've got of getting a reply. And I think the mistake that some people make, that it's clearly listening to you, Carla, is that I think some people can be perhaps quite passive in their marketing and wait for things to come to them. And I love that you've mentioned a few times now about testing different things and then also actually reaching out to your ideal customers as well. So that's been awesome to hear that payoff for you. Have there been any other notable wins or moments that you've been like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome? Uh, well, obviously the first online sale was amazing to hear that cha-ching yes. through Shopify. Actually, how um, long did you have your business until you actually had a website as well? Well, I launched my website in September, so it was two months in. Oh, that's interesting. Sorry, I cut you off there. What were you going to say? That's okay. Well? well, obviously the on- first online order, the Spring Racing Carnival was a big win. Doing a few collaborations with other women in business, I felt like my page has sort of developed more towards women in business and attracting those sort of audience. So I've reached out to a few other businesses and we've helped each other. We've posted for each other, promoted each other's products. We have similar audiences, so it works really well. Receiving the photos from celebrities is fantastic because you actually have their face with your product, which is great. And also in March this year, I was featured in the Lady Startups uh, Instagram page. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that really, really helped a lot. It gained a lot of uh, interest on my page. I got a lot more followers from that post. And um, Mia Friedman actually is behind that business and she's just all for women in business and promoting and helping small businesses grow. So that was a big win for me as well. And how did that happen, Carla? A friend of mine actually said to me, you should go on Lady Startup's Instagram page. And I didn't know anything about it. I hadn't heard of it. So I just reached out. I did have to do it more than once. I didn't just send the first message and hope that I was going to get a response. I did have to message one or maybe two or three times. Then I got some exciting news in January that they were going to feature (gasps) my business. But then the bushfires happened. So I was kind of pushed to the side. Yeah. Uh, with the marketing, everyone was posting all about the bushfires, including their page. So I thought, mm, I'm not sure this is going to happen now. So I decided to reach out again and just said, hey, I know that you said you'd be able to feature my business on your page. Just wondering if that's still possible. And then they wrote back and said, absolutely, we'll be posting next week. But they ended up posting the next day. Oh, and it was I love super it. exciting. Yeah, so sometimes people need a reminder. Everyone's so busy and um, messages get lost, especially through Instagram. You might check a message one day and then it's disappeared down the page and you forget about it. I have to flag them now because I'm like, oh, hang on, I do need to get back to that. I'm not getting back to it now, so let me just flag it so I don't lose it. Yeah, that's right. It's so easy to get busy and forget about things. So you do need to remind sometimes if if you do want to push something. 
but not be pushy in in terms of being aggressive. Just a reminder. I'd love to hear, Carla, what has it meant for you to be able to, I guess, experience what you've experienced with your business? What does that kind of mean to you? How does it feel for you? It feels amazing, uh, especially being asked to do this podcast with you. That's another win to me. I'm so super excited to be here today because I listen to your podcast all the time and to be part of it now is just amazing. I think you need to write down all of your wins, whether they're big or small, and look back on them. Uh, when I was thinking about what we we're going to chat about today, I looked back in my handwritten book, it's just all scribble, and I've actually got dates of when things happened as I started and progressed. And it's really exciting to look back on and go, hey, I was so excited about that little thing there. Now look where I am now. So I think that's really important. So cool, isn't it? Because we can keep striving forward and it sounds like you're quite similar to me. It's like, right, cool. What's next? Let's keep going. And then you're like, yes. oh, hang on a minute. I did that. That was pretty cool. That was, and I love, I've seen this post. It's like, remember when you once wished that you had what you have now or that you were where you are now? Because it's kind of easy to, to forget that, we are experiencing or having the kind of results or that type of thing that we once dreamed about having. So that's really cool. Yeah, that's right. And it's, I mean, it's so much hard work. It doesn't just happen. Exactly. Even though I've only been 10 months in, I've done a lot of work, a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of late nights. Um, Once my son goes to sleep, that's when all the magic happens with me on my computer. Yeah, there is a lot of background work and also having mainly an Instagram business, that's pretty much my best platform. I do advertise through Facebook and of course my website, but I feel like Instagram's the best for me. And just creating a post actually takes a little while. It's not just a matter of popping it on there and you're done. It is a lot of background work before you actually press post. Well, Carla, what's ahead for you? What are you working on right now? What's kind of your next lot of goals or what do you think? Well, there's always so much to learn. Um, You never stop learning and obviously I want to grow more and more. So I've thought about expanding my range. Obviously, the smaller option of earrings has worked really well during COVID-19. So I might implement a few more of those into my business. I'd also like to work more on my marketing and doing bigger promotions and and really tweak my website. I feel like it still needs a lot of work. So that's pretty much what I'm working on right now and just um, continuing with setting my goals and working towards growing. Fantastic. And Carla, last question, looking back, and it's only, it hasn't been all that long for you, but I guess before you started your business or right in those early days, what is it that you perhaps wish you had known back then? What would, what would you tell yourself if you had the chance? I think I made the mistake of starting off anonymous on my page. Um, when I created the page, I felt like I, I wasn't allowed to let people know it was mine. And I felt like once I changed that up and actually was present on my page. It made the world of difference. The trust started coming through more. I was connecting more with my audience. I think it's really important to have a face to the name. I'm not a big, huge company brand. I'm a small brand. So people do want to trust you. And I find that that's what I look for now. If I'm looking for a brand, I want to see the name and the face. I want to know who I'm buying from if I'm going to support their business. So that's probably one thing I would suggest. And um, also investing in in a course of some sort if you feel like you have no idea what's happening. If you're about to start a business and you don't know what's about to hit you, uh, get some help. I 
felt like I couldn't at the beginning because it was an investment and obviously the money wasn't coming in the first few weeks. So it was a bit scary to invest money in a course, but it really does make a difference. Getting the tips from professionals, listening to podcasts, things like that, it really, really helps in tweaking your page to suit what you need. Good advice, Carla. I just wanted to touch on, you said that at the start, you felt like you couldn't show yourself on your page. Where do you think that, because it's so common and people, like when I always say, get your face in your feed, get your name in there and everyone's like, oh, and especially I think people with product businesses, they just don't think it's what you're meant to do. Where do you think that belief came from for you? Well, I guess sometimes we might put ourselves down. We're not always confident to the, the public. Sometimes you think to yourself, what is someone else going to think of me if I put my face on the page? Are they going to think I'm, you know, it's a conception that you just feel like people might laugh at you or think you're stupid. <laughs> but then I've learned to realise if they don't like it, they can leave the page. They don't have to continue following me or buying from me. If they don't like it, they can leave. But I've decided to make my page my own and make my brand my own. And it works for me and I want to be real. So that first story that I posted with my face in it was so scary (laughs) and it was a challenge on the Modern Marketing Collective. I think I videoed about 80 different (laughs) videos before I pressed post. It was so scary to me, but now it feels really natural and easy. It was just getting through that first hump. Oh Well, Carla, thank you so much for sharing this. I know that this is going to be so helpful and so real for other people who are perhaps a few steps behind you and even those that are maybe a few steps ahead that know that realize oh hang on Carla's that's some great ideas so thank you so much for your time could you tell everyone where they can head along to find you and support your business and perhaps even buy your gorgeous earrings Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for your time as well, Emily. So my page is called Divine Treasure. My website is divinetreasure.com.au. Otherwise, you can find me on Instagram, divinetreasure underscore. Perfect. Well, I look forward to keeping updated with your latest results and your latest stats. And um, thank you so much for joining me, Carla. Thank you so much, Emily. Thank you for listening to The Emily Osmond Show, brought to you by my Instagram freebies, which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave me a review, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Emily Osmond so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember, connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.